I don't know if you've heard, but Anchor.fm is the app. If you want to start a podcast, that's where you got to go. It's free. They give you uh, tools that lets you upload, edit your content straight from your phone or from your laptop. They also give you a sponsorship with no minimal or minimum listenership at all. Nothing required. You can start making money today, right now, with Anchor.fm. Uh, so hurry up, run, and download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started ASAP. Um, so we're going to be having my buddy Omer. Don't call him Asswad, even though that's what people would do. It's Omer Assad. And uh, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I'm just I'm, I'm excited about you uh, being on the show today. Uh, well, podcasting. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So really quickly, man, um, the first thing I want to ask you is, what's the name of your podcast? What's it about? Go ahead and uh, just say uh, so the, na- the name of our show is Two Arabs and a Podcast. Uh, me and Firas Adab, who's my business partner, decided that we're basically two Arab Americans and we're going to do a podcast to talk about uh, martial arts, security, uh, training, um, and issues in our community, and also talk about being an Arab in the United States. Right, right, right. Okay, that's <laughs> I listened to a couple the other day when we talked, man, but, um, so, my next question is, tell us what it's like being an Arab in America. It's, uh, honestly amazing. It's not as bad as, uh, people try to make it seem. Uh, uh, at least every single Arab that I know is very glad and happy to be here. We're very proud to be Americans. We're trying to, uh, you know, be part of society and not be an outside group that lives in America. But we try our best to, uh, work in the community, get and be part of the communities. Of course, there's issues still around, like everything else, um, you know, in terms of discrimination or ignorant people, I would say. But that's in every group. We have assholes in the Arab community that do bad shit, and there are people who will who do bad shit to us. So well, it's just every single group, you know, have their fair share of cunts and assholes. I know, yeah, I mean, I'm a minority myself. My wife is, you know, she's the master race, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's refreshing to hear that, like, you make the best of it, and there's a lot of positive, you know, light on that. So exactly. I think that's our mindset. We, we live in countries that are war-torn, and so that's why we're always optimistic, I feel like. We, we're used to getting shit on. So that's why when we get an opportunity to come to the U.S., most of us own businesses. The joke is Arabs own gas stations. It's true. Most of us uh, do own gas stations. I don't own one. But man. most of Arabs own gas stations and shit. Right. Every Arab I've ever met, man, all my old homies, man, they all own gas stations. Their kids own gas stations. Y'all own every gas station in America, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> So what what is your biggest, um, just out of curiosity, um, what is the biggest difficulty you think for you um, living in America? Uh, I don't think there's a single difficulty, honestly, to be honest with you. Um, because America is so, such a big country. It is the land of opportunity. There's, if people really want to make it, they will make it. Uh, my, my wife's family... Her mother came to the United States with $10 in her pocket, doesn't speak English, and now she owns multiple stores in the Kansas City area and one of the most successful businesswomen in our area. Man. That's awesome. I mean, if you really want to make it, you're going to make yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's not excuses. I showed up in 2009 with, with barely $600 in my pocket, and I just graduated with my PhD, published my first book, and you know I own a business in the community and, and doing really good for myself. So that is awesome. If you really awesome. want it, you can make it. Right. It's just about... 
You forgot the most important factor too, man. You're, you're, you're a friend of mine. That, that, write that down in your resume, brother. To get you a job anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I always put you on, on uh, references. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, um, how has COVID affected uh, where you're from, your family, and uh, your businesses, or anything of that nature? But I want to I want to know more about what how's it affected, you know, your your mother country. Your people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your people of Africa. I mean, Arabic descent. <laughs> uh, two parts. So, how it affected Kansas City? Well, it sucked us up. Our mayor is a piece of shit, and he decided to close everything, and we have the most restrictive <laughs> laws everywhere. Um, and, and he considered us not essential, even though I believe uh, it's, it's very, very uh, essential. Break it up a little bit, my man. Hold on. Go ahead. Hello, you still there? Yes, I am. All right, okay. I cut out for a little bit. All right, you good now? Keep going. My bad. Sorry about that. Um, so what I'm saying is, is they consider it non-essential even though we do provide a great service to the community and people need to constantly train in self-defense. Uh, a lot of my clientele are law enforcement, so unfortunately we have not had the chance to train law enforcement in the community on, on very important subjects like active shooter training that we offer, gun disarms, knife disarms. So it definitely affected us and had a major uh, business impact on us. Second of all, in terms of Iraq, it's, uh, it's a shit show, to be honest, because with the country being torn apart, and there is no government that's actually, you know, in control of the situation. They keep trying to enforce curfews and things like that, but there isn't enough testing, there isn't enough monitoring. So they really don't know how bad it is. Right. Uh, it's just guesstimates. There's no actual data that can, like, back anything up. It's just, you know, yeah, that's crazy. How, like, how... Yeah, they just guesstimate. How strict are they as far as their beliefs on, like, the social distancing and the mask wearing and stuff? Do you, do you know? So the government is trying to enforce that, but the people don't listen. People are <laughs> out and, uh, and enjoying themselves, and they don't listen. I mean, when you live in a country where everybody's walking out of the naked court seven, it's really hard to walk to a person and say, "Hey, put a face mask on." Right, right, right. You know, they're carrying an AK forty-seven. Yeah, it's, it's funny because like um, <laughs> it's hard to enforce. We live in Mexico, right? And uh, every Sunday we go to uh, Sobre Ruedas, which is like a marketplace, open marketplace, and you'll see people wearing yeah. you know masks, but more don't than they do. Uh, there's no, I don't even think they can spell social distancing out here. Um, except for like at the at the supermarkets, right? But it's like it's crazy because it's it's affected so many for what potentially might be a less of a risk than the flu. But I mean, I don't know. I don't. Everything I say is never anything I like research. It's not factual. Yeah, I just guessed it, and since I guessed it, I just assume it's a correct. That's how I operate. So, so you can take that. Yeah. I but, I like I like that you noted that though about you know people carrying guns and just the way that the country is um, as a whole already. So when you have something like COVID, it's not necessarily as as big of a like right, deal right. kind of in a way because like a flu, someone's gonna machete me today. Yeah, yeah, like it, they don't care. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I, besides even that you brought up uh, COVID nineteen, even in the United States, what happened to uh, you know they shut down businesses for months and said COVID nineteen is gonna spread. You can't be more than ten people in a business. That's what they're doing in Kansas City now. But there's protests that have thousands of people walk around downtown. So right, does COVID doesn't exist in for protesters, or you know, it doesn't affect them. Right, right, right. I can't open. That's a great point. I can't point. people, but the protesters are outside protesting. I'm not going <coughs> against them. I'm just saying, if they can protest peacefully and and not worry about COVID-19, then why am I worried about COVID-19 in my in my academy or my classes? Exactly. My right, right. It's like yesterday I went to Izzy. I went to this uh, place right to get uh, internet. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it on blast today because fuck those cocksuckers. But I go get internet. I just I'm transferring service over because I moved to a new place, right? And um. The guy's, you know, being a little, a little, little bit of a dickhead, man. And then after about 25 minutes of me not wearing a mask, he goes, you need to put on your mask. I'm like, but I don't get it. 
that's how I'm really thinking about it, right? If you're wearing a mask, then you're obviously magically protected from COVID, so it don't matter if I got a mask on, because you're safe. So go fuck yourself. I mean, am I right, or is that, does that sound weird to you? No, no, man, uh, I gotta tell you the funniest thing. I was in Florida just a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and this girl came into the hot tub. There's a pool party, and there's a hot tub, and it's a big hot tub and uh, hard rock. And there's an actual party of people going there. She got in in her bikini with her drink and a face mask. <laughs> and I was oh. I was like, you're sitting in a hot tub with 50 other people. <coughs> you're like cheering everybody and like drinking. So what's the face mask gonna do? Well, see, they, they, they yeah. found discoveries that the hot tubs, the little bubbles, actually kill the COVID-19. I found that out yesterday. <laughs> Maybe that's what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, pe- people's mindset on this is just is, is just kind of crazy because these people want to go into public places and go shopping and do you know all these things, but yet they're crying about being too close to people. I just I have a hard time. Right, I mean, people. Everyone touches shit. So I mean, if you touch it and you sneeze on stuff, no one goes around wiping off the you know saying the fries in the corner and shit with the fucking bag. You know, so I don't know, right? But right. Yeah, man. No, but here's the thing. Uh, I I don't like hypocrisy of things. Uh, there are people who, who reached out to me and said, oh, I can't attend your class. Why? Well, I'm scared of COVID-19. And then I'll go watch their Snapchat stories, and they're talking about their fifth Tinder date for the week. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, you, can't, you can't attend a class, but you're on your fifth Tinder yeah. date, and you're going to Walmart touching everything. You're going yeah. to the gas station touching everything. Exactly. You're going doing everything in the world, but when it comes to actual training or, you know, your job, all of a sudden you can't do it. Yeah, that's going to be end of- uh, It seems like a lot of... Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you're right. So it's a lot of hypocrisy, I feel like, in people, and they're just bullshit. So uh, anyways, what do you guys think of uh, the protest this week? I know it's controversial. And, uh, Here you go, right? All over the news. Are you ready for this? I've never watched the news in my life. I have no fucking idea about a protest. I'm dead serious. Like, I don't even know that existed. Amber might, but... Well, I know I know a little bit about what's going on. Um, the, the problem is, and we actually have talked about it, just, just like, lightly touched on it, that... Um, it's, it doesn't make sense for, you know, one person to be hurt. And I get protesting, but when it turns into hurting other people and putting other people's lives at risk, hurting businesses and whatnot, um, it kind of defeats the purpose of the principle you're standing yeah. for. It's an oxymoron, yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. Uh, I'm, you know, I believe in people having the right to protest whatever they want to protest. I don't even have to believe in your cause for you to protest. But at the end of the day, what I think is, is hurting small businesses, mom and, and you know, pop shops. Right. It's not really, you know, doing anybody a favor. Like, you're you're actually hurting businesses. And, you know, when you burn AutoZone down, you're not right. just hurting the AutoZone operation. There's actual people in the community that depend on it as a job. And now they can't go to work because you burned their business down, so they have to sit at home. Exactly. That's what the AutoZone was for. I had no idea. You're so affecting I... your neighbor. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, keep talking, man. But uh, yeah, you're affecting your neighbor. It's not about Apple. It's not about you know whatever. But when you burn a business down, one most of these businesses are owned by owners who live in the community. Even though you know, like uh, Applebee's, for example, I know the guy that owns Applebee's in my community. Just a regular guy. He's not a corporation. He's actually a guy from the city. So when you burn Applebee's down, you're actually hurting him. Right, right, right. Because I mean, he's employees that defend for a job. Exactly. So that's not gonna accomplish. I understand. I'm not supporting it, but if you go burn a, a government building, you're you know taking your anger on the government. I understand it. I'm not supporting it, but I understand it. Right. What, what does Applebee's or Target have to do with anything? Right, right. And then on top of that, they they have money. Applebee's just open another Applebee's. They don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's kind of hurting yeah, exactly. your it's kind of hurting your your cause. Like, right. how can you take someone seriously who's protesting mm. and, and causing these problems? 
um, about one person being hurt. Right. They're it's basically like, doing that. I don't, like, I, mean, I, I, I asked a question. I was like, uh, on Facebook, I was like, so who's this Floyd guy and why are SpongeBob and Patrick burning down auto zones? Because that's the meme I saw. I had no fucking idea what it meant. I was so confused, right? And then uh, someone's like, oh yeah, they're burning down auto zones because they killed a guy. And I'm like, so one guy gets killed, right? Then we hear on a fucking podcast in the morning, this guy goes, they're arresting today white officer. And I was like, what the? Why would he have to say white officer and not just right. officer or whatever his name? That's the most racist shit I've ever heard in my life. While they're telling people, you know, don't be racist, but I'm going to label this officer. I'm lost, man. I'm a Hispandex, right? I'm a Hispandex. I'm not American. I wasn't born in America. Uh, I lived there most of my life. Got deported. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, everyone looks at me and thinks I'm American. But like, when we came out here to Mexico with my wife, she, she realized how Americans are Americans. And what that means to the rest of the world is fucking crazy, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, their exactly. mindset. It definitely hurts the cause. It definitely does it. Uh, people don't want to listen to you when you're violent. Right. And, uh, you know, that's not how you start a conversation. You're burning the city down. Like, when, when you burn police cars down, where do you think the money comes from? Right, right, right. from tax money from the city. From the so same people that are probably burning it down. Roads. <laughs> yeah, so, so the thing is, the city cannot fix the roads because now they have to spend money on police cars. Right. Now they can't, you know, support schools because they have to spend money on the fire trucks. They have to, so you're actually just hurting your community. You're not actually helping anything. Exactly. Uh, you know, there's other ways to, to get your point across. Go, you know, uh, become a cop or run for office or become a governor or be a mayor or train law enforcement. Do something. But you burning anything down is not achieving the message you're trying to get across. You right. know what? I got to say something real quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, no offense with all the you know, offense intended. You're a lot fucking smarter than what I ever gave you credit for, bro. I thought you were just some <laughs> half-retarded guy on Facebook that made me laugh. You know what I mean? It's fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> um, Omar, I had, a, Thank you, man. I, I had a question for you real quick. Just, it's kind of um, on the same subject, but out of curiosity, what is your feeling and stance on, um, back to the COVID thing just for a minute, on the mask and the social distancing? We're just, we've been um, asking yeah. a lot of people around, and we just want to know. Like... Uh, none of my family, including myself, is wearing a mask. Uh, I carry one in the car just in case I go to a business that mandate it. Uh, but I don't, I don't personally believe in it. I feel like I take every precaution every year, and I'm a pretty healthy guy, and I still get the flu. Right. So if I get the fucking flu every year, then if it's something similar to the flu or spreads on the same rate, then I'm going to end up getting it. I believe everybody's going to end up with COVID-19. Exactly. Not everybody's yeah. going to end up in the you hospital. You said the same thing. Not everybody's going to die. So might as well just accept the fact and live my life, and if I get it, I get it. Just get it for a couple of days and move on. Um, yeah. You know, my body can handle it. Exactly, man. I mean, we got immune systems. I'm a demigod, you know, superhumans and shit. So it's like... <laughs> I, I look around like, I mean, this whole time, I have, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not taking not one fucking precaution. I forget to wash my hands half the fucking time. Uh, hell, I mean, I might even poop and not wash my hands sometimes because, you know, I clean my ass in the morning. But it's one of those things where it makes no sense to me, like, at all. Like, the mask, yeah, okay, it might have a little bit of a, of somewhat of, a, of an assistance, but to mandate it to where you have to wear it, it's like telling somebody you have to have sex with a condom on. That's your choice. Netflix and AIDS is your problem, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. The law is retarded. We were in the airport, and they told us in the airport we're not required to wear a mask. We're not required to wear a mask on the plane, but we're required to wear a mask to board the plane <laughs> while taxiing. Yeah. So for me to walk it into the plane, I have to wear a mask. And when the plane is still taxiing, I have to wear the mask. Once it's in the air, I can take it off. Oh, yes, because, you know, altitude kills the COVID-19. Right. Altitude. Altitude is the, the, the cure, bro. Just yeah, but what about at the airport? We're yeah. around the airport. That's, it. Like, that's fucking crazy. It I have it does. Yeah. The reasoning and the it's common out. sense is just, it's outstanding. Um, no, I think they blew it. I, I, I'm not one of those that don't believe COVID-19. I do believe in it. Right. Uh, but it is real. 
but it's not at the level they're making it sound like hospitals are going to be so full and we're all going to die on the streets and right like no it's just a it's like the flu more people are going to die one person is going to die and i'm honestly uh, i might sound like an asshole but i believe if we're saving 99 percent of the people financially and mentally uh, and let one person die i will let one person die i will let i'm not hundred thousand die i would not yeah, and somebody asked me, what if it's your own parents? I will sacrifice my parents if it means saving 20 businesses that are providing to 200 families in the community. I completely now agree. bankruptcy on 20 businesses. Yeah, that's now awesome, we're ruining Kansas City, things are closing left and right, and people are declaring bankruptcies, and families are going bankrupt over something that's so small. But see, Let one fucking person die. So right, it was, right. what was crazy to me is this, right? Who wins? I mean, who's going to need fucking up? Small businesses, they're going to need little loans. Everyone's going to need a government loan. And it's like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it would make perfect sense that when everything comes down to it, at the end of the day, who's going to benefit from all this shit other than me from, you know, getting all the money that I've made during this fucking coronavirus, best thing that ever happened to me, thank God, but, uh, the I mean, the government, I mean, any, every government, you know, they're all, they're all going to be giving out loans, Mexico's starting to give out, you know, little loans for little business and shit like that, so it's like, there was a fucking secret meeting that no one told us about, you know what I mean? It's just crazy to me, but... Yeah, they're uh, the one reprimanding and taking away, like, the, you know, doing the closures for businesses... But then they're going to be the hero too, and right, give you right. your, you know, these loans and Dude, stuff. Even the loans are a joke. They offered my brother; he has a car dealership, making seven figures, and he he applied for a business loan. They offered him four thousand dollars. <laughs> oh I would have fucking yeah, I would have spit his face. For a car dealership, what, wow. Change rims on one of the cars. Yeah, what like, a what fucking dirt. <laughs> <man. laughs> Holy one of shit! The like, what is he gonna do? Four thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a spit in the face, bro. That's, yeah, that's yeah, nothing. They, they said they're doing a favor. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself with your favors, right? Hey, I, I got a question for you, man. A little, uh, uh, yeah. uh, hold on. You still, you still in the gym, right? You still trying to get buff and all that good shit, right? Definitely, man. I uh, got married now and got fat. Hey, congratulations, <laughs> man. Me too. Thank you, thank you. We're bro. We're twinsies. I'm fat as fuck, bro. I look like Homer exactly, Simpson. Exactly, man. You know how it is. <laughs> trying to get back in, uh, into uh, the gym and trying to work out and things like that. Is your gym open? Definitely is. Uh, my gym is open. Yeah, I actually went to and worked out today, and our training is back. But we're trying to limit contact because the city told us we're not allowed to touch people. So now we have to punch pads <laughs> and punch in the air right? instead of punching people. Man, Omer, oh, uh, for the bottom of my heart, for having your gym open, you can go fuck yourself in all of your city, man. Yeah, we're not open, so I'm jealous right now. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we actually we're found a fucking out. underground spot that we were gonna go look at tomorrow, which is like. I mean, I guess it's, it's, you know, it's against regulations, but it's we're in Mexico, bro. Copyright doesn't even exist out here, you know, people, but it's like, it's a private gym. What's awesome, though, my understanding is, it's not a crazy fee, but you get the gym to yourself for an hour. Me, you and your wife, do whatever. Oh. If that's the case, it's going to be fucking amazing, man, because, uh, I mean, you know, my, our businesses are online, you know, training and all that shit and all this other dumb crap we do, but I've been out of the game. I got injured. I've been out of the game, well, almost, oh, it's been a year. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I look like... You know, like the regular people on Facebook now, but this yeah. This is what COVID did to us. Yeah, I'm blaming 30 <laughs> days of, of all the bad decisions I made in the last year. It's COVID's fault. Fuck that horse shit. Hey, just blame it on COVID again. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, hey. That's what everybody's doing. What's, what's up, for, uh, what's up next for two? What got you guys started? I'm sorry? What got you guys started as a podcast? Um, actually, funny story, right? I was like, uh, we, we got this. We started, we, I designed a website, right? And uh, Amber was like, you know what? Let's do a, we were doing online training before anyway. We took a year off social media, man. So I'm talking to my, my friend who's actually, you know, uh, my buddy from uh, the Redneck Mafia, Brad Burns. Um, you know, him and uh, my buddy Trey, they're like cousin, brother, sisters or some shit, right? You know, but anyway, he was like, dude, you should do a podcast. I mean, you have no problem talking. You're fucking hilarious. Amber has a bunch of fucking information. And we get tons of 
really odd, ignorant question. Yeah, yeah. Mexico. Somebody asked me if they have supermarkets in fucking Mexico. No, we, we don't have. They decided not to make supermarkets ever in Mexico. Like, so I was like, <laughs> I think I'm the funniest person I've ever met. So I, I'm going to make a podcast. I literally had no idea what the fuck a podcast was until then, you know? But yeah, that's awesome. Great uh, choice. Honestly, you guys are funny and, and might as well. So speaking of podcasts, um, what what is next for you guys in your podcast? Where, what do you guys got going we're, on? We're in the process of relaunching. We actually just got uh, moved to a new studio. We just got it done, set it up. And we're waiting. A studio. <laughs> Fuck you again, bro. <laughs> everything, yeah, where everything is set up. Uh, but the oh, bad man. thing is we did it downtown. So that way, if we have guests, they can come and it's a centralized location. And of course, now downtown is closed today, and everything is closed because <laughs> of the protest. Right. So uh, we were supposed to we were supposed to record this week, but due to the downtown being shut down and fires everywhere, we decided to postpone it to next. I like how so fucking because next week I'm gonna be. I like how professional he is, right? He's like, uh, that's my studio, ass. Spiffy, Spiffy, my. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys want white guy laughs now? Do you know white guy laughs? like, uh, <laughs> 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 if you laugh like that, that would be yeah. priceless. Well, we're sitting in our studio right now. Yeah, my studio also is my kitchen and in my, in my living room <laughs> at the same time, but it's awesome. I mean, I don't even have a microphone. I'm using those Apple things. <laughs> as long as it works. Yeah, exactly, man. So tell us, tell um, the listeners one more time, like what your podcast is called and what you what you talk about, just really briefly, real quick. And when you're gonna have me on the show? <laughs> Very soon, as long as we relaunch. Uh, so it's two Arabs and a podcast. You guys can look us up on Instagram social media and all the podcasts uh, recording you can hear the last ones we had interviews with uh, amazing people we discussed things like Arab uh, issues in the community uh, talk about you know misconceptions but we also had amazing interviews with for example Ben Jones one of the top 10 rated uh, UFC coaches uh, he's I think number That's four dope. right now in terms of the best coaches in the UFC uh, Nick Hughes one of the most top top two uh, I think or three uh, uh, bodyguard trainers in the United States one of the best authors of self-defense books. Uh, we had Sam uh, from Israel Special Forces. So we have a lot of amazing guests that we do podcasts with that are high um, interest to people to listen to them and their message. So right. we tried to switch it up. But mostly we talk about bodyguarding, security, MMA, and uh, issues in our community. And we have an amazing list of podcasts uh, to come up in the next few months on different issues and different uh, guests that we're going to have. I think we so far we have already... 14 weeks scheduled. That's nice. fucking awesome, man. I'm big. We look forward to listening to it. Yeah, I, I already subscribed. Uh, um, I don't know what the fuck Twitter is. That's what I did. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. So we already subscribed, man. That's fucking... Yeah, we're excited for it. To, um, to listen. Yeah, uh, uh, really quickly, right? Um, you, you, you speak Arabic? Could you? Uh, I want you to translate something for me. Sure, go for it. bint sharmuta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You wasn't you wasn't ready for that one, Hakus. In my book, I speak a lot of that bad word shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a useful thing to learn in a language. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> me and the listeners are clueless. So, what's that mean? <laughs> uh, fuck you, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd expect nothing yeah. less from art. Ah, oh, you're welcome, world. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh man. Omar, we really, really appreciate you being on with us today. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to be, you know, half as smart as you are, so I'm fucking not only surprised, but I'm actually, I'm happier now that I was, you know, your buddy than I was, you know, 25 minutes ago. So, yeah, it's awesome, bro. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. And, and by the way, that's why my name is uh, Thug with PhD on Instagram and everywhere, because everybody thinks I'm just a thug who's tattooed up, but actually I have a fucking PhD. Yeah, he's a thug with a, yeah. It was funny because I'm from the streets. I'm a real motherfucker from the streets, so, like, as much as I love you, bro, you is not no fucking street guy. You're an Arabic with a PhD. That's dope. Dr. Yeah. Omer. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Omer Aswad. I mean, you know, aside. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, man, thank you again, brother, for real. Um, we will definitely be tuning in. All right, buddy, we'll talk to you later. We will. Take care. Bye. That was fucking awesome. I, I mean, I, I've known the guy for a while. I've talked to him for a long fucking time. He's funny. He cracks me because he posts the dumbest shit sometimes. And I'd like to know, we had no idea of his of his opinions and views on any of this stuff before we talked just now. And if I did, I wouldn't even, who cares? I know? just but, thought it was cool. Yeah, because I mean, like, I, I wasn't expecting, I, I really was not expecting all of that. If, that fucking dude's like, yeah, he's a... He's legit. That's dope, that's dope. And then, like, I'm, I'm glad he's involved in his community, right? And, it, and, you know, being a minority involved in your community as strongly as he is, is, is always, it's, it's, it's respectful, it's, it's, it's dope. I and like it's motivating lot. because you got no excuses. Yeah, no mm-hmm. excuses, man. So whoever the fuck you're talking about that came with ten dollars in their pocket, and now they own yeah, go fuck yourself with your my mommy and my daddy and yeah, you speak social English. Distancing. Yeah, social distance my nutsack, but yeah. Alright, well, I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about or say, baby. Nope, that's it. That was awesome. We'd, I, we'd like your feedback and um, you know, opinions, whatever, topic requests, would be awesome. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, and if you send tips, money tips. <laughs> Alright, thanks guys.